Looking to grow your business? PartnerStack accelerates the growth of your partner ecosystem by simplifying every step of your partnership journey so that you can find new customers, grow your market share, and boost demand for your products. Trusted by companies like Monday.com, Apollo.io, and Vimeo, PartnerStack is your go-to resource for partner management and affiliate program software. Head on over to callumbrecken.com forward slash PartnerStack to take the free quiz on affiliate marketing or just click the link in the show notes. Now, let's get on to today's episode. Welcome to the Business Gate Podcast, where we talk about all things business, marketing, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Callan Brecken, and on today's episode, I have Nick Varlamov and Benjamin Gibson from Toronto Creatives. Toronto Creatives is a multidisciplinary content creation and marketing agency located in Toronto, Canada that helps their clients internationally achieve their goals through high quality content, storytelling, and strategic marketing campaigns that they custom design and tailor to each client. Nick and Ben are both partners in life and in business and are proud members of the Canadian 2SLGBTQI Chamber of Commerce, also known as the CGLCC. I am also a proud member of the CGLCC. We ended up taking a left turn through our chat today, but damn, it was a good one. So if you're ready to go on a journey with us, jump on in and let's go. Welcome to the podcast, Nick and Ben. I am so excited to have you. How are you two doing? Great, Jalen. How are you? I'm doing phenomenal. I'm really excited to dive into the world of Toronto creatives and what you two do and all the amazing things that we get up to. So let's just jump into it. Can you tell me more about Toronto creatives and what you guys actually get up to? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Toronto creatives is a video production and marketing agency uh, in Toronto, obviously. Uh, we do a lot of good stuff, a lot of content creation, a lot of photos, videos, uh, and of course, we help our clients not only capture the um, not only capture the uh, content itself, but also help with placement, with promoting. So we basically come as a, um, I would say, creative partner um, to companies and individuals as well, and help them create great visuals. <laughs> Nice. Yep. And and so there's a lot of visualization and you guys work a lot in video. So, you know, to some extent, everybody is using video these days. Like you can't you can't open your phone and not see video. How can companies actually utilize this and do it better than they're doing it right now? Yes, you're absolutely right. Like um, I think statistically, like 70 percent of the Internet right now is video. YouTube is like the number two website in the planet. Um, yeah. We're making a video right now. We're making a video right now. You're watching us on video. This is content. So like, you know, that that is something that we're all exposed to all the time. How can companies do it better? The thing is, with social media specifically and and any kind of entertainment, really, when we're watching TV or or anything like that, what we're doing actively as human beings is trying to be entertained. Um, so that's why Hollywood has so much money. That's why, you know, TV production has so much money because people pay to be entertained or well, they don't pay to be entertained. Well, in some cases like Netflix, they actually do pay to be entertained. Um, but essentially people want to be entertained. Um, so if you can 
interject your commercial because that's the worst part about being entertained. It's always been the worst part about being entertained since like TV was invented was the show stops and now you've got to watch a commercial. So if you're scrolling on TikTok, same kind of thing. Oh my God, now I've got to watch a commercial. And I know for me, like as soon as I see that sort of like click here button come up, I'm like, oh, it's a commercial, skip by. But at some point, sometimes, sometimes when you're doing that, you kind of want to watch it through because you didn't realize that it was a commercial right away and you started getting into it. And then even though you know it's a commercial, you're like, hmm, okay, I'm going to watch this through because it's actually feeding my entertainment value. Um, and that's what companies, that, those are the companies that are utilizing these platforms and video in a good way because they are taking the end user and saying, you're the most important thing. We're going to entertain you. Also, here is our product. Rather than here is our product, let me jam it down your face. And I will add to that. Uh, so we're, if we're talking about video altogether, uh, why we like it, it's just because the nature of people, we like moving images, we like watching, we would rather watch something than sometimes read or sometimes listen about something. Um, we understand that it's all like different formats, but statistically, video is much more is much more heavily used everywhere. And that's why we can see all the trends of different companies that they, you know, switch and that that's why we see the uh, you know the rise of tiktok but not as well as like other platforms who offer maybe like, just photos or some kind of information or some kind of like audio um, um content what what was the other one like uh, clubhouse the, yeah clubhouse so we saw that become become very very viral and very interesting because of the feel and the the clubbiness of the clubhouse <laughs> and all this kind of stuff but it didn't last for that long because we still go back to the usual content consumption we do like visuals yeah also video provided something that we can't really see otherwise is um like a little bit of insight in somebody else's life so that's how we can see what people live and as people we actually drawn to people and that's you know a shocker sometimes but it's true <laughs> we we do like watching people do, do like talking to people that's why even when we yes definitely entertainment is an important part but also sometimes we just need to kind of see and connect we to connect with somebody absolutely. somebody yeah. and we also connect with somebody who we see each other mm -hmm. with or in their situation something like that so we relate to people by seeing ourselves in that same situations that's why video is so representative. So you can totally see yourself in that situation doing exactly that thing, or you want to live that life, or you want to be, you know, part of something like that. That's why video. Yeah. Definitely. We're drawn, yeah. we're drawn to story. And with Clubhouse, it was definitely a flash in the pan, but also it hit right at the right moment because it was the time frame we all, you know, we all know about. And so people were looking for something more creative to do, something interesting, something different, but it didn't have that extra, like you couldn't see the people, you couldn't engage with them in that regard. And being able to see somebody and, and those facial cues and those other things are also important. And I want to talk more about the commercial aspect because I'm a huge YouTube user. Like I have YouTube on my TV and I would say the most things that I use on my TV are Netflix and YouTube app for sure. Those are the two things that I watch the most. And then I have like uh, Amazon and like a couple others, but the biggest thing that I hate and I've hated it since this kid commercials, right? But on YouTube, 
especially when those commercials come on and they're so bad. I'm just like, oh my God, this is going to be the longest 30 seconds of my life to wait for this to commercial to go by. But what you said, Ben, about sometimes you don't recognize that it is a commercial or that it is an ad. I want to talk a little bit more about that and how people are doing it wrong and how people are doing it right. And what you think the people are doing it right. What is that magic sauce in it today? I think there's a couple of ways to go at that. And just to expand on that actually is an interesting point. Um, so I, for instance, uh, I watch Prime. I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to say that, um, but I don't pay for Prime. So I actually watch commercials on Prime and they're as now um, targeted to me locally. They're not targeted to me as personally as Google is because YouTube is part of Google and they know me inside and out um, and all of us. Um, but they now are putting like localized commercials on streaming platforms like Prime. Uh, so sometimes you can watch a show on Prime and you're going to get like the latest Estee Lauder commercial and it's going to look great and it's going to have that TV style and maybe it's entertaining, maybe it's not, but it'll certainly be quality. And then the next one is like for um, some a lawyer in like Richmond Hill and it's just absolutely painful to watch because it's like, wow, this is like, I'm watching prime talent. Like I'm watching prime Amazon prime right now. Like, and you, you seem to have produced something on your iPhone six, like, is everything okay? And I get a wellness check. Um, so yeah, I, I think again, so there's two kind of, two kind of schools of thought to answer your question. Uh, I think quality is very important as far as advertising goes, I think it's very entertaining and easy to watch somebody do something silly in their living room and it's hilarious and maybe their dog jumps off something. We all love it. Like we all see that organic content all the time. Um, and then you get to those commercials that are kind of trying to be that. And those are a little bit, those are tricky to pull off in a really good way because the the video quality is low. You're, you're, not connecting to the person because you know that they're trying to sell you something. So if you can get somewhere in between those old Ford commercials like that, really like when, when commercials had a lot of money behind them, they looked beautiful and that high level commercial and entertainment and at a, a sort of personal level, that's the sweet spot that we found works really well. So we like to see um, high quality video, high quality sound. It's incredibly important. Sound is wildly important. It's, if, if you think about it and you watch streaming services, you'll notice that the video will always cut out before the sound because it's, it's most of like people will listen to something prior to kind of being able to see it. Like they prioritize those things. But if you're watching something with beautiful video and the sounds like like, oh my God, just get it out of my ears, turn it off. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so high, high quality video, high quality sound, a level of entertainment. We like to see people's faces. We like to, when we're dealing with a business, like one of our business, uh, one of our biggest things we like to tell, like to talk to a business about when they're talking about content is like, why don't we first step, why don't we put you on camera and talk to you about your business? And it'll, you know, it's going to be a nice, beautiful two camera setup. It's going to be in a nice studio. It's going to look great. You're going to look pro. You're going to be, you know, entertaining to watch. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's a nicer feel. 
Um, I hope I'm being, I hope yeah. I'm being in, yeah. as eloquent as I should be. Yeah, for no, yeah. Let's see even, what Nick has to say. Yeah, no, I will even augment. We usually talk like that, but, you know, summarize and augment each other. Um, and what Ben is trying to say, definitely, it is a, a lot about the quality. And the high quality content is actually being prioritized by platforms. If we talk about, you know, social media advertising, if we talk about YouTube, even TikTok and Instagram right now, um, the platforms are straight up like, High quality content will be prioritized other over other over other content because that's what people value the most. And yeah, algorithms they live their own lives and they kind of know what to do. So they analyze. So there is a like an assumption that uh, even algorithms figured out that the higher quality content is ranking better, the retention is better, it's it's the watchability is better, the rewatchability is better. So that's another important thing. So yes, quality important. The second thing to me personally is very important. What's very important is the story. Without the story, basically it's nothing. So you can you can do whatever you want. You can do like, you know, nice visuals and stuff like that. And if you go to YouTube and like type in some kind of cinematic visual, cinematic film about, I don't know, Bahamas or something, you will see it and it's going to be great. You'll watch it for five minutes and you will probably get bored. Even if the visuals are fantastic or incredible or something like that. You need this dynamic. You need this information that's coming along the video. Why am I watching it and what's happening there? This is the very deep in our like core. We grew up listening to fairy tales and, you know, figuring out how it works and stuff like that, because there is always this formula of hero's journey everywhere that has to be implemented. Otherwise, it's not going to work. You have to open the something. You have to have a hook. You have to grab the attention. When you have the attention, you have to bring that character that's going to, you know, travel through this like little journey and come back with changed essentially. So that's kind of the hero journey in a very, very kind of uh, short way how it works. Um, and that is something that we can't stop watching. We just need to know what's going to happen. We just need to know how it's going to end. Um, we need that we need that final resolution. resolution we need that resolution otherwise it's just something that is like oh my god i can't like i'm just gonna feel uncomfortable all day without knowing that's how we get that's how all um trailers are put together that's mm -hmm. how, like for for movies or whatever that's how we get announcements of some kind of like upcoming content i don't Even know I would I would go I would go as far as to say like that's even how shows hook us season to season. Yeah. Um they bring us right up to the point of feeling satisfied. But not quite. But just they not don't. quite. Yeah. They don't give you the pain. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up story <laughs> because to equate this for my entrepreneurs out there who are listening, I think of this when I'm putting together a pitch because I've seen a ton of pitches and the ones that stick with me weren't the ones that told me this is my business and this is what I do because everybody always does that when they get up and pitch. When I pitch, I tell my story of why I became an entrepreneur because that is more interesting. Um, you know, just personally in my 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 life, I have issues and medical issues and other things and that kind of drove me to become an entrepreneur. And so in my pitch, I use that story and the amount of people that come up to me afterwards 
that want to then find out more about what I do because I don't answer those questions in my pitch as to where that story went. Like I don't like my, I'm a medical mystery still. And they are left on that cliffhanger so that afterwards they're like, okay, they don't want to ask me about that, but they still want to know about my business. Cause I've created that cliffhanger for them of like, I need more from this experience. And that's where I found the most success in my pitching is kind of creating that and, and telling the story about yes, what I do, but why I do it. And it's led to such success instead of just being like, Hey, this is what I do. Here's my pitch. Cause everybody does that. You need to have that hero's journey. You need to have that excitement that other people can connect to or connect the dots to like, I don't experience this, but I know somebody who has that creates that emotion and that feeling inside of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, just one sec, one sec, one sec. Because <laughs> then tight. Thank you. <laughs> so, go ahead, Dick. Um, yeah, no, I was going to say that absolutely. And even I find sometimes even with me, uh, when I start talking uh, with people, people start looking at me and analyzing because they, they hear the accent, but they can't figure me out right away. And I... Like I've been very cautious about like, sorry, I've been very self-conscious about that and kind of, you know, sometimes it was a like huge hand up and I wouldn't go and I wouldn't like talk to people and stuff like that. And now I find it even a little bit advantageous because it creates like a floor of mystery around you and like, who is this person? Why is he speaking? And like, what is he talking about? Like, this is different. We haven't heard about that. And it works for me. And this is where we try to do something like that with our clients when we put together videos for them what is this that like little thing that is so much different about you because every every person is unique and every person and every story is unique and sometimes people say like well i don't have really like a fascinating story you say that sometimes which i fully disagree and because everybody does we just sometimes don't know how to explore that we don't know how to come from it and this is how it is good to have a coach or a, um, let's say, inter inter interviewers. It's good to have somebody who can interview you and uh, talk to you about it because you need this little uh, kind of path to get to the point where you are ready. Sorry, guys. To get to the point when you're ready uh, to that, like to answer those questions and to tell that story. And when we, see instead of just a person who is like talking about their business because business is great but also uh like one of our supplier diversity friends uh abokicha said like um business and and doing business is <clears throat> oh my god are you, are you gonna be okay i don't I, uh, <laughs> yeah it's because i'm on camera as soon as i'm on ben camera having a mic on oh having a giant yeah. sneezing attack hilarious um okay i'll try to to wrap my thought but <laughs> the idea is this um we do we do videos for business right and when people talk about business sometimes it's even it's not even like boring it's just not fun because it's capitalism it's money it's like icky yeah we're just making money sure you can like say whatever you want but you just want money right but if you that's exactly to support the what you just said, Kevin. So when we have 
a story and the why we do that and where's this passion is like where's this passion where, what is it coming from why is it making us a different this different human from everybody else this is where we understand oh that's why because that's ultimately ultimately consumers and everybody businesses need something right like they they're gonna go out and they're gonna buy tea or they're gonna uh like you know buy there you go <laughs> i'm literally drinking um, tea right now for anybody listening <laughs> excellent um we i'll send you some tea we've got a great tea client <laughs> can i plug them is that okay yes go ahead okay everyone check out tsquared.ca they're a canadian tea company and they're one of our best clients and they're an awesome mm -hmm. friend um, but I will say like, like one of those things, like everybody needs tea, everybody needs, um, toilet paper, everybody needs all those essentials of life, but, um, and businesses need services, businesses need websites and video and, and consultation and, and public relations. And they need all of this kind of stuff, but who how, do do, you choose? how do you choose? So like, if, if you know something and if you feel something for somebody and you can be like, I like Kalen, I want to support Kalen because I like him and I happen to need his service right now, I'm going to go to Kalen. Um, and, and that goes along. So let's say right now we're working, just starting to work, just basically kind of got confirmed like yesterday and today uh, with our buddies, also diverse suppliers, uh, Level Studio. I don't know if you know them, Luke and uh, Vin. Um, they haven't been long, but they have. Oh yeah, Luca and Ben. I love Luca and Ben. Yeah, Luca and Ben. They. I gotta get them on this podcast. I've been. Oh, definitely. Them. Oh, they're checking. amazing. We'll yeah. send you the video that we just, which has did for them as well with the CGLCC. So that's one of the diverse suppliers that we filmed. Excellent, excellent interviewees. Like, yeah, oh yeah. And, yeah, and at the same time, they're great guys, and that's the most important part because, again, like, let's say, then Level Studio is a design firm. Right. I just recommended them yesterday <laughs> to yeah, a friend. Yeah. A friend on Instagram was like, "Hey, I'm looking for interior designers," and I was just like, "Oh, have you heard of like Luca and Ven? Like Level Studios? Like they're amazing. They do great work." And it's because I like them as human beings and people, exactly. and that's what and I was going to say. Work. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah, do amazing work. But he, humans do business with humans, and I Absolutely. think a lot of people tend to forget that part. Absolutely, Absolutely. and even parts of that kind of idea because we we got together and we started talking they want some video and they had ideas what videos to to kind of like put together because they want to showcase the business and they want to showcase their services they're big two big services so they do design consultations and they do basically design projects right interior design as a, as a bigger project and they of course they want to promote those services and we had to take it back and take a little bit of a creative touch on that. And we decided, you know what, we're, we're going to do this as a highly produced, like fast paced kind of catchy commercial. When you see a lot of color, you see a lot of like action going on because you can show the business. But that particular other part and other um, video that we're going to put together, we will take it to a documentary style. But want to walk with you, you know, to your design consultation, sit down have you know not nothing is super produced not a lot of cuts because we need to show you as people because essentially that's that's the part that a lot of people forget mm -hmm. they need to see who you are as a human you they need to see how you think how you talk how you behave how you take they need to see your creative 
change in your eyes the moment you realize oh that's what it's going to be i love that or something like that so you know what i mean so like that's that is something that i believe we're lacking this mm -hmm. humanity and this something in especially commercial world because we we are getting entertained a lot mm -hmm. but do we know the stories do we know why we need to go with this form or it's just flashy and we just got mm -hmm. used to it it's you the know, veneer I, it's the veneer of this is yeah. the shiny thing that i'm going to show you but the actual story behind it i think of this in the context of when I go to mixers and like business mixers and all that kind of stuff, I don't ever sign up for, for like quick dating or any of that kind of stuff. Cause I don't feel like that works for me. That's not how I do business. I do business by being myself and being a human because I'm showing people who I am. And if you like this human being who I am, you're going to be curious as to what I do for business. You're naturally going to ask about it. And if it's something you need, you're already like, well, I already like this person. Why wouldn't I then think about them or ask that to do business with them? And to me, that is a lot more enjoyable of an experience to just do that, do business that way, as opposed to being like, hey, I'm super excited to do business with you. This is what I can do in business, business, business. It's like, calm down. Like it's a little bit too desperate. And and I think about this also in the context of books and book writing. There's a difference between an author who can tell the story but show you it as it's going along, as opposed to just telling you what's happening. You can mm -hmm. tell the difference between a well-written book and a crap-written book because I'm reading a crap one right now and I'm like, this is awful, um, but I have to finish it. Uh, is it Brittany's book? No, no, no. It's I only <laughs> read fantasy fiction. But in the book, it's just like everything is told to me. There's no mystery. There's no kind of like fuzzy feelings of getting to know these characters and these people. It's just, this is what the story is. And I feel when people pitch their businesses or go to these business mixers, that's what they do. They tell you the story instead of letting you kind of have a bit of mystery and and kind of figure things out for yourself and come along on the journey. Everybody's just like, here's all the things I want you to see. And I'm going to hide everything else because I think that that makes me imperfect. But I think that that imperfection is what makes us human. And that's what humans connect with. And and businesses do business with other humans. People do business with people. If that Absolutely. all made sense. Yeah. Absolutely. I but think, sorry, Um, I just want to put this thought in there. Yeah. Um. I think because I've worked in advertising um, for more more years than I would personally care to admit. Um, and it used to be about clever. It used to be about being clever and doing something clever that people would remember. And that's that's still a good tactic. And it's still a tactic that many businesses, many advertising agencies and production companies use. Be clever and and people will remember it. And that's true. But getting to know somebody and like really getting a feeling for that it goes beyond memory recall it goes to an emotional level of recall and that leaves you with this feeling of when you're confronted with that product oh i remember this feeling that i had and it was a good feeling and it was it was like comforting to some extent so i'm going to go with this service with this product because I know, as you said, like, I know the person, I know the feeling behind it. I know, I know what it is. It's not just trying to be clever to sell me something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even to add to that, there is a saying that we 
most of the times it's it's not about when we get services or we work with something uh, with somebody or the company or something like that uh, we remember not the actual like final product or something that we're getting we remember how people make us feel and if they make us feel good and they make, make us feel heard which is also extremely important because sometimes and i i know you do coaching right like you you I do business. Yeah, it's part yeah. of what I do. I'm an SEO specialist. That's my focus. But I do do coaching in regards to like right now I'm working with somebody launching their podcast. And a lot of that is the SEO setup, the technical setup. But on the other side of it, there's the coaching of like, they're, they're having troubles actually getting to record and like, how do I do this? How did that because they're up in yeah. here about it. And it's like, you know, the human side of it then comes in. And it's just like, hey, it's gonna be totally a mess your first couple of times you have to go through it in order to learn it we can't master something until yeah. we get there so yes yeah, yeah yeah so again like in coaching there is i'm also a certified coach so i kind of like i know i studied it i don't coach myself like a lot but i fully implemented everything that i, that I learned into our interviewing techniques and that's actually working like really amazing um but what i was gonna say is that it is very important to remember that even when you want to give people expertise and, and help them do something because you have this expertise, let's say we have, you know, skills in, in video creation and stuff like that, we still have to listen. Because if we don't listen, we're going to miss out. We're going to miss out on what people want, on what they want to, on that communication, what they are thinking about what they're envisioning and why and you need to really go and walk with them along instead of just going into like oh this is what you have to do blah 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 this is what the information is right because when we do so and when we listen to people we make them also feel good about that because we make them feel heard and understood and that's it's much more valuable than a than the best product possible and that's, that's where you sure. get that's where you get the best sound bites like when you listen to somebody and they they might just say a little thing in passing and then you're like oh that was a nugget that was something that we should probably yeah poke at a little bit and then then and that's when you that's when you get them to open up as people and that's when that's when you understand this is a person living their life and this is their business and this is this is something there's something to it there's there's meat there yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, because so I was sorry. Go ahead, Nick. No, sorry. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say because it, even like sometimes you 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 can talk to a person and they say like, let's say, you why are you doing this business? You ask that question, right? Like, why is why is this business any anything to you? And the person would say, well, I don't know. Like, I just happened to start it. It's a lot of money, or it's kind of nice and it's popular and blah blah blah. And then you can be satisfied with this answer, but also you can go okay but like why there are like a million ways to do the same thing but why this one or if the person like i don't know why this one okay but why is it important for you to have a lot of money by making by doing this business why is it important for you yeah. like not for everybody is, it is important and the person will probably go well, well money will give me like opportunities will create me like the life that i want and stuff like that but why do you want this life what is this behind that? Because there is always something. And then you will see the actual values because there will be something about maybe family, maybe security. Maybe there was a story in the person's life then they, when they weren't secure in their life, when they weren't getting what they were 
going to get. And this is where they remember themselves. Sometimes they don't even know. They don't even think about it. They remember, oh, wait a minute, but that's why. That's why I'm doing that. So essentially, this is important to listen and to get to the like to the bottom of the human story. And what I was going to also augment you with um, talking about like storytelling and stuff like that and how we get uh, to the point when these stories are become like so drawn and we get connected. Now let's uh, take a look at the biggest star uh, on the planet right now, Taylor Swift. This is the biggest storyteller ever. And we can hear it through the music, through the through the um, through the her videos uh, that she is actually directing and creating because she is the one who is creating this um, little world. Every song will be so descriptive of what's happening. It will be a lot of information, and she will draw this image and picture of what's happening. And visually, she will tell a very complicated and very interesting story with a lot of mystery, with a lot of Easter eggs everywhere. And, and, there, it, and there you have it. That's why the popularity. It's not because, you know, the music is so gorgeous, because she touched every single person she's talking to. She's talking to a gigantic audience because anyone has experienced something through what she's saying through her songs. This situation, that situation, breakup, a not breakup, a love or something, something or some kind of achievement in their life or something and because it's always gonna speak to somebody people like her and that's how she became so popular and then all again a lot to that too she puts um and again, i'm not one to speak to the to the to the genu genuineness of this but i i fully believe it to be a genuine thing is that it's not so for Lady Gaga, it's about art and, you know, she's making her art and and that's cool. And that's awesome to look at. Huge fan with Taylor Swift. She puts a piece of herself in every single thing that she touches, whether it's her artwork, whether it's her music, you feel connected to her as a person, um, which and, is which is why I think like that's. And why that's she... the keyword connected to her as a person. That's all yeah. you need to know. And that's going to be always in every piece of content that you create. If we can do it, it's going to be a good one. I agree. I'm a, I'm a Taylor Stan. Like, I think that her storytelling capabilities are so magical. And I, you know, this thought is coming to me about the fact that she did get her start like in country style and country style music tends to be more storytelling music that tends to be the history of it it's you know this rough life or the whatever it is in the background it comes from an, a genuine story and so that has now grown into where she is now where she still has those roots of storytelling through her music which is what people connect to and what people attach to and no matter what it is there's a song for every kind of experience that you've had and i i love taylor swift you guys clearly loved it <laughs> <laughs> we're Swifties woo um because storytelling is one of the biggest things so yeah. so to wrap kind of bring things all together and wrap things up if you were going to guide somebody on their branding today and implementing storytelling into their maybe more short form stuff if somebody's kind of working on that because you know TikTok and all these are taking over short form is taking over how does somebody infuse some of this part of storytelling into those shorter forms where you only have split seconds to really connect. 
So let me let me say something about short form content quickly before before we answer that question. Um, so here's how short form content is popular. The algorithm typically will look at the percentage of a video viewed. So if a video is viewed for 80%, it's going to go above a video that's been viewed for 30%. On average, the amount of time that it's viewed, right? The shorter forms of content, regardless of how good they are, literally don't, you don't have time to skip by them. So you're almost always going to get to like an 80, 90% view rate. So yeah, they say like short form content can be the future. Um, I mean, that we can say that, but also we've got to consider the, the watch rate and the retention rate. And I, again, it goes right back to the story itself because the best content, in my opinion, is those 30 second, one minute pieces that keep you around um, because that's what's engaging the interest and that's what's getting you through this like one huge minute of time while you're engaging with this story. So yeah, short form content, absolutely. I mean, it can be fun, it can be funny, it can be terrible. Um, it is what it is. I would say to focus less on short form per se and more on how do you keep your audience engaged for the full video? How do you produce something that is entertaining, that is touching, that is real, that connects with people? I would that that would be my kind of advice for yeah. for for this for social media content or any kind of advertising content. I will uh, go here with just a kind of a set of tips, if you want, like specifics of how to do that. Um, so first of all, yes, you're absolutely right. The, you know, shorts, they do tend to have like a longer retention rate because it's just shorter and simpler. And, you know, this is how we don't skip as fast. Um, but I believe that it goes along with any kind of video. So I'm a big advocate of long form content and I like YouTube and I like uh, my next kind of step and then knows that that, that I want to produce I want to produce like a sit down long like long form interview kind of show I uh, love those <laughs> that goes over an hour which is really really sometimes difficult and and North American uh, YouTube for some reason doesn't have that a lot so we have all sorts of like Vanity Fair you know like 25 questions about nothing like sure but this, uh, you know, candid sit down interview about people and they're like, it's ba basically like we, we don't have a lot of that. We have that's Oprah. why Oprah did so well yeah, for so long. Just said, we have Oprah, uh, but Oprah also kind of we just had a conversation about that, that. She didn't come to that immediately. She became like that phenomenon later. And she is so successful, successful because people are drawn to her. She she she's powerful. She built the trust with her audience that they exactly. knew when they came to watch that interview that Oprah was going to get them somewhere because they exactly. trusted her to guide that journey. Exactly. exactly. And, but how does she do that? Because hey, people come to, to her show with already established rapport. They want to share. They want to talk about that. They're ready because they know that this is Oprah. Like this is who you talk to. However, I believe that you can do it backwards. 
you can establish rapport even on spot you can open up a person you can talk to them and present them and everybody is afraid of that because it's going to be not entertaining but it will be entertaining this is this is gold this is the key of content like i love that i love telling people's stories i think everybody's really unique and deserves their story to be told and the bigger the person on the on the show is of course the more attention they're going to get um, and to, to say a little bit about the short form content, I would say, again, how do you keep people engaged? A, study storytelling. So take a look at what hero's journey is. Just take a look and infuse those key elements in, in all of this. You open up with a hook, you foreshadow, then you go into the story, and then you wrap the story and basically give this big release what you hooked in the beginning so that's kind of easy second tip don't have any dead space in between then nobody needs no information if you know what i mean like if there is zero if there is nothing to say if there is nothing to show don't show it got the fat if it's boring just don't show it then nobody cares so and of course short form content in my opinion this is where you are not even allowed to do that that's why it's a little harder sometimes to produce that you need to be really aware and cut exactly at the moment when the action is done something is done you cut something is done you cut and and that's how you compound the storytelling in the short form it still stays and still kind of goes through our you know the way we consume the content the way we consume the story out of it um and probably you know be genuine like let's create your own personality remember who you're talking to um and remember and that why. you can't be somebody else you can't be somebody who you're not uh and that's kind of important to remember because otherwise it's not going to come across we sense fake we sense something that is not real and we click out yep yep and if you're not good your at storytelling, and, and now we can't hear you, you can't hear me. <laughs> Can you hear me now? No, nope. uh, no, I think it's a mic issue of some yeah. kind. Well, let me actually see. Uh, I, I can. I no, think... that's a speaker issue. Okay, it's a speaker issue. Yeah, sorry. Oh it's no, a speaker it's... issue for you. Okay, good because I was gonna say I'm pretty sure everything's fine on my uh, side. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, the mic decided it's a mic and also a, a headphone and decided to. I'm gonna be a headphone now. Well, you know what? I think this is kind of the perfect ending to wrap things up because. I was going to say, if you're not good at storytelling or you don't know how to tell that, that everybody should go and look up Toronto Creatives. The link is going to be in the show notes for everybody so that you two can help people tell these stories, whether that's a corporate story or a personal story, personal branding story, all of that good stuff. I know that you two work in there. Um, what else would you like to leave off with everybody for today? Yeah, I would say don't forget that content is important. And we always say that the content is the name of the game. And right now, that's that's our reality. Um, remember that video content will be always prevalent and be more important than any kind of other form of content. And if you want a bigger audience, if you want fans of your business, if you want like real Swifties of your business, this is where you need to start talking to people. It's important. So um, consider that if you're not doing that, don't be a polished and, you know, no face kind of 
very clean and beautiful business be be human that's that's really important absolutely mm -hmm. be a human um i would like to also just say like you know that phrase of a picture tells a thousand words a video tells a million like that i think that's a real thing i think that's why people are drawn to video it's 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 easy to consume it gets us on like so many different sensory levels um and you can say a lot to a potential customer in a very short period of time. And you can give them a lot of emotion and a lot of information when you have their attention. And attention is is, is a rare commodity these days. So um, go after it in a genuine way. And and yeah, as Nick said, be yourself. Be, be, be a person because that's who we all are. We're just all people living on a rock hurtling through space yeah right trying, trying to do, to do best our best we can with what yeah, we exactly. got <laughs> awesome <laughs> this has been such a fantastic uh interview about storytelling and the power of storytelling really i think has been kind of yeah. the overarching uh theme to, to today's uh interview so i want to thank you both so much for coming on today um and have a great day yeah so thanks Kayla. for having us yeah that was really awesome and yeah, was, Kayla, yeah thank you so much there seems to be a trend through a lot of the interviews I do, and it all seems to come back to story, especially when marketing. And I know we say that over and over and over again, but it's so true. People connect with people and people connect with story. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. And if you really enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends and think about giving me a star rating. It's good karma and it's good for the soul. The Business Gay Podcast is written, produced, and edited by me, Callan Brecken. And if you're interested in getting some SEO advice, you can head on over to callanbrecken.com forward slash audit or just click the link in the show notes. That's it for today. Peace, love, rainbows. Peace, love, rainbows.